Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Welcome! Welcome, welcome. Let's dive in. I am Aries Big Dick Spears. Wow. I don't, I don't even have a... I don't, Andy, pretty average. That works. <laughs> um, you know, she's becoming, I think, Shamoy Emery is still my favorite female uh, supporter. But Farah is on her Ass, oh, she nigga. said some shit about me then. Who, Farrah? Did she? No. Oh, because you usually like it when someone fucks with me. No. Okay. Farrah's just becoming involved, like oh. Shamar. So, Shamar, you still number one, baby, but Farrah is on your cunt hairs. Um, Farrah, I love your podcast so goddamn much. From the topics to just the chemistry and banter between you two, you take the top spot. My podcast Greatest of all timeless. Fuck Joe Rogan. I like this bitch. Sorry I had to throw that in. Wednesday mornings, I grab my phone and immediately start cheesing like a motherfucker. Excited that my ears get to experience the magic of the shit talking you and Andy do oh so well. Of course, I listen to the podcast about the plant-based penis. And I heard you. And she got jokes, nigga. God damn, she's fuckable. Um, About the plant-based penis. And I heard you... Send out the dildo bat signal in the sky. To answer your question, nothing compares to real penis. I don't know what type of test tube penises doctors are out there making for these mega dude-looking lesbians who want the full cock experience, but I am sure that this is not all the same. I always thought it was interesting that butch bull dyke lesbians fucking hate men, and she put hate in caps, but they go out of their way to look like one and uh, some want to own a dick. Sweetie... Okay, I, I'm agreeing with you. The trans topic has always ruffled my uterus, not because I don't think people should be free to be whomever they want to be without harming others, but because the community, uh, Dave Chappelle calls them the alphabet people, <clears throat> is so intent on forcing their ideology on the world, and if anyone objects or if anyone questions anything, they are immediately labeled a bigot or a homophobic. No, bitch, I'm not a homophobic. I just want you to tell me what words I can't. I just don't want you to tell me what words I can and can't use. And don't try to alter my idea of what masculinity is, i.e. Pharrell and his bedspread wearing magazine cover. Listening to that audio you played of the cisgendered 
that's the PC way of saying straight or heterosexual now, woman confronting the transgender woman just further prove how absolutely nuts this whole shit is. I gave birth to a baby back in April of this year. You didn't read this on the last podcast? No. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. Um... Uh, I gave baby to a baby in April last year. My son was 9.5 pounds. That little fucker was so big, he ripped my vagina. I would remember ripped my vagina, nigga. (laughs) You don't forget words like ripped my vagina. The only other thing that's ever ripped a woman's vagina is Aries. Um, What the fuck was that? Ripped my vagina, ripped my vagina. Uh, Where the fuck are you? I'm just, so sorry. Okay, I won't even give you the glory, de- the gory details of being nine pr- pregnant for nine months. Just know it was fucking uncomfortable, and my body and my vagina will never look like it did before. Mm. The tranny and the audio will never, never, ever, ever experience that shit. They will never be out somewhere, and all of a sudden your pants start bleeding just because it's that time of the month, and you got to pay for pretty much a pussy cork. No, we didn't read this tampon or a mini diaper every fucking month then one day the shit just stops and you just sweat and start growing excessive facial hair that's what i'm expecting from menopause i get annoyed when i hear trans women are women or trans men are men no bitch you can't get the greatest fake titties no no bitch you can get the greatest fake titties money can buy and make your voice sound like michael jackson's non-singing voice all you want but at the end of the day a trans woman will need a prostate exam at some point in their lives and I will not even new terms I've heard like dead name which means once the person decides to transition the name given at birth is now dead as a parent I can't see myself being fine with my son one day saying you know what I hate my dick I'm a woman now and that name you gave me mom I don't want to use it anymore you can claim to be as PC as possible but any normal human being will be devastated to hear their child say that shit. The unwanted truth the alphabet people don't want to acknowledge is that in this diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorder, she puts in parentheses, DSM-5, which is like the encyclopedia for mental disorders. This is actually a disorder called general gender dysphoria. Used to be called gender identity uh Disorder and people were offended and pressed the American psychiatric 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 association to change the name of the disorder and make it sound less stigmatizing and downplay the serious problems that people face who suffer from this. A lot of people who are transgendered suffer from a lot of shit like mental health health problems, drug use, and some type of sexual misconduct, usually during childhood. And a lot of them, unfortunately, do commit suicide. Instead of researching this further, people were called bigots and homophobes for not accepting that these people are the opposite sex because they feel like it. Also, what about the pride shit gay people scream about daily and especially in June? If you're so queer and proud, then accept that you're a tranny and not a natural woman without getting your testicles in a knot. So in conclusion, no dildos don't measure up to the real meat, not only just the feeling of the meat but the whole experience of being with a man from the smell to the grunts to the weight and strength fuck even the cleanup after is an experience man this girl's power i can't argue with a dildo over with sleeping in a wet spot a stud bitch will never measure up plus call me crazy but i have no desire ever to eat pussy sorry 
And I mention that because the alphabet people have been pushing some new bullshit saying that no one is 100% straight. Anyway, keep up the great content. content. Aries, keep pooting in the pillows. And Andy, keep living that pedantic lifestyle. Yeah, I think I, I read this. That's why I read, I read it. And I thought we had um, I apologize. Let me tell you, man, there's so much weight in that. Now, and here's what's crazy. I'm not saying it, but I could see where people who are PC would be furious about that email. But if you put your emotions away and you let's think and talk, I didn't know that last part about the disorder situation. And if that is true, does that not sound like there's some validity to it? Well, homosexuality was considered a disorder, too, up until recently. So uh, what what the medical association has deemed uh, a disorder is <clears throat> that's debatable. So right. so um, but we're talking about changing suits. Right. So not not preference. Mm hmm. This is a matter of feeling trapped. Right. And I, I would go as far as maybe saying they feel trapped or encaged in, in an incorrect or incomplete suit. Right. So that is different than, than, being, uh, than being gay, right. being homosexual. Just to be clear, are we saying one is... Worse than another? I'm, I'm not using the word worse at all. I'm just saying, like, if you're gay, if, you, if you're a hom homosexual, if you have, that just means uh, that, that, the, that the choice, and, and, I, and I said choice, and I know someone's going to freak out. I don't mean it as choice. I, me I meant it as not that you're choosing one over the other. Your, your in, inner person prefers um, same sex. That, that's not outlandish. In the idea that you, when you're born, predetermined, the idea of being predetermined to like the same sex is, is definitely makes sense as a possibility. I understand why that would be. Um, I understand. I understand that. And maybe it's because we've had a long time to talk about it and a long time to deal with it and a long time that it, just because I don't feel that way doesn't mean that I can't. Um, understand someone else feeling that way but trans is not been around in the open form the same way and i think the idea that you can't have the conversation is the problem that i can't say <clears throat> i don't understand this or i need to understand this or can without 100 percent acceptance without understanding it is the what they want in the political correctness world. Let me ask you something. Um, Cause you alluded to this on the last podcast when we talked about people being offended and it's like now people go out of their way to, instead of listening to the conversation, instead of listening to what's being said, they're going, where's, where's my, where's my offense button? Where, where, where am I offended? I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Right there. Yeah. So you, you with that being said, almost let, let me take it back to, for my question, do you think that people can find something wrong in anything? Yeah, because even right now with the conversation I just had, I said choose at one point when I wasn't using it as that they were, that they choose. Okay, but be. even if you didn't say choose, even if you said what you exactly meant to say 
and you stuck your landing. Do you believe that people can find a problem with anything, no matter what it is? Yeah. Okay. So just like they go, look, they want to tear down these statues and these monuments of certain generals and colonels and historical figures because they had slaves. But these were legit people in history. Even though you don't like what they did, even though what they did was wrong, these are legit people in history. And there's a reason why those monuments exist. Do you think when she talks about, look, legitimately, this was deemed a disorder? Just like people are going, we got to get rid of statues because if people eventually find something wrong with what has been documented and what is fact, should we then get rid of it? Should we then go, well, yeah, well, uh, well, now get rid of the d- disorder thing. It don't exist no more. I think, I think that there has to be an explanation for why we're changing it. Because, because you know, transgender people are going, you know. But no, but it can't be because it's the language is offensive. Because something's offensive to everybody. But that's what we're doing now. But that's not the way that we're supposed to progress. If we're progressing socially just to make everybody feel better, we're, like I said before, political, the PC culture doesn't change hearts and minds. It just teaches Absolutely us. Absolutely not. It just teaches us how to interface with each other. And that's how we're supposed to interface. interface. And that, that don't mean we're doing it. No, and that doesn't go very far. It goes, it right. goes as far as to have a cordial dinner in a room. But it doesn't to fake it to fake it. But it doesn't change the, our, our, our it doesn't change, like I said, hearts and minds, because that's where we need to get. And if we don't have the conversation, if you're just a bad person because you can't accept this acceptance is one thing, because I can tell you right now, if someone was transgender and they went through the process of whatever and at whatever stage they are. And I saw that person and we had a conversation and I and I had empathy for that person and everything that they went through in life. I have no problem having the seat with them talking to them being with them but that doesn't mean that i understand what they went through and why they went through that and or, or you're going to agree with it or agree with it i need I, I need to have the conversation i need to i need to educate myself now i don't now the other side of that is i don't have to i don't have to because that is their life that's what they needed to make their life work but I don't have to understand it. But if I don't understand it, you can't be mad at me for not understanding and it if you don't want to have the conversation. And that's always been my stance. I've, I've always said over and over and over and over and over again, this is America. Be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. That is America. But if I don't agree with it, if I don't support it, as long as I'm not hurting you, as long as I'm not saying you should be denied anything, I should have the right to go, you know what? Not for me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. I think wrong, be it my own moral reasons or religious. I have every right to be protected in terms of what I believe and feel and think as you do. I wouldn't use religion on this only because But some people do. Some people do. I'm using it as if I don't understand, I'm going to when you know, when you were in school, if you didn't understand something, you would ask the teacher and the teacher would go over it until you either understood it or until we realized you weren't going to get it. I, and I was in a special ed class. So maybe sometimes I just didn't get it, but there's a process to education and it's not, this is what it is. 
accepted. Now you're educated. There was a process to the education. And, and, and with, this, with this particular community, I, 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 wanted to, I was going to go a different route, but with this community, there, there are other challenges that come with this. Such as right now, I just watched the whole thing on, on sports and you know, transgender women able to compete in sports. Joe Rogan, if I may, there was a dude that turned himself into a woman, tr- tr- transitioned into a woman in the MMA, and he beat the real woman. And Joe wrote in caps, you're a fucking man. Like, that's fucked up. Well, like, like, the dude that was, is now a woman competed against a real woman, and of course he won. Well, she won. Be careful with real woman. Oh, oh you see bet, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, but yeah. how, do, how else do I say that? Because here's what... Here's what how else do I say here's the process. a real woman without saying a real woman? Well, and this is where... Uh, biological woman. Okay, biological. Okay, buddy. Me. Okay, now here's, here's, here's what, what this conversation was. Serena Williams has been like for a long time. Was I know she's not number one right now. I don't think she's the number one ranking tennis player, but she's you know just had right. um, you know she's older and she's had uh, ch- children and she's whatever. But at the time when she was uh, at the top of at, at top of her game, there was the top fifteen hundred male tennis players. They said would be able to beat her because of strength and speed. Serena, Serena, right. the top fifteen hundred. So even if she when she was number one in her group. 1,500 men, not the top 10, not the top 50, not the top 1,000. The top 1,500 could beat her, would be able to beat her in a match. Simply because they're men. Simply because they're biologically men. Right. So if you switch gender after puberty, after muscle development and bone development, and you move over into a different category... You have elevated yourself in a way that makes you faster and stronger by changing gender. Because you can't change your bone structure and your muscle structure once it's already happened. So these are questions that this that the transgender community brings along because it doesn't it doesn't simply just fall into of uh, a, 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 a preference of partner. Or preference of sexual partner, it falls into preference of now uh, to, of category. Can you cat- can you categorize a transgender woman after puberty? You can transgender. You could say that she's she's a woman. She's she's a woman in every aspect of her life. But to be able to compete with other women, she has a distinct advantage. And I was trying to say something the other day that will probably get me in a lot of trouble. I feel like you can be a woman. You can trans. You can. You can. You can. You can change. You can change your gender. You can move from a female to a male to a male, or you can move from a male to a female. You can do that. I understand that you can live your life as as a, from a man transgen, tra- uh, tra- changing to a woman. You can be a woman. You can be a woman. One hundred percent. You could live a woman's life. You can do everything that uh, a, a woman does. Besides bio, uh, biologically, but you can do all those other things as a woman, but you can never be a female because if the female is that is, is the is the part that has all the biological parts, you can live as a woman. 
but you have male, <coughs> you have male parts. You're still like you said. She said prostate. Right. You're going to come with the prostate. <coughs> it it it. So now again, as I'm saying this, this is part of the conversation. I'm not denying anyone their <laughs> rights. I'm not trying to say that I don't understand. Here, here's what sucks about it. This is this is Floor Creek conversation. And what's crazy about it is the transgender community and maybe some of the gay community will tell like will tell you. In other words, when I say Floor Creek conversation, this is not easy. No, but they'll tell you just accept it and it won't be hard. But that's the problem. Everybody can't. Just accept it. But, so we, as we're trying to navigate, as we're trying to understand, as we're trying to communicate, every step is. I can, you know what, and 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 to to what you just said, I can accept it. I can accept that you, as a male, wants to, as a male who felt, who felt that they were a woman inside and wants to live life as a woman. I can accept that. You do what you need to do. Go do that. Fine. I can accept that too. But, and, and listen, I'm not a Joe Rogan fan, but when he says angrily, but yes, you're a fucking man, but it comes, that's not fair. No, it's not. But that's what I'm saying. I can accept that. That's how you want to live your life as, a, as, as a woman, but you're not a female. So how do we present? How do we put you in? And I know this is only one aspect. I know this is only one aspect, and you're going to say we're going to get caught up on just sports. But sports is something that we do from children all the way, and then sometimes further as, as an adult. Sometimes people make their living this way. So this is important. This is culturally important. Man, you got sons. You don't have no daughters. I got two daughters. Yeah. If one of my daughters wanted to be in the MMA or Layla Ali, and she gets duffed by a... Uh, transgender athlete how as a parent are you not furious why would you want your daughter well it depends on the age too because if they're teeny if they're they're 11 they're probably the woman might have an advantage because women mature quicker so she might have an advantage at, at, at 10 or 11 but what i'm saying is, but what i'm saying is when you uh when you get to uh, a, a different level in college level would you want your daughter your biologically female daughter to compete in, in a physical sport with, with a transgender uh, female. She, she shouldn't have to not compete because that's an issue. That's, and this is where the problem is. And one person suggested that there would be like, like transgender games. And, and what would be wrong with that? Nothing, because that would be the category that you would fall under, honestly. That, that to me, that seems... Fair. I could be completely wrong, and I'm ready for the conversation. But I need the conversation. I need the conversation. Man, let's move on, because we could stay on this for an hour. No, we can't, because if someone will eventually just hear that we're doing this and come in and just kill us. Well, that may happen regardless. <laughs> um, I've, already, I've already come to, the conclu- to, to uh, comfort myself to know that this may be as far as my career ever gets. Listen, man, I've been surrendered to the fact that I'm probably done. You had a career, though, dude. I didn't have anything. Well, I don't even have a credit. Well, the moment your career does take off, we, this, the, that podcast episode will be specifically titled Andy's White Privilege. Which and one? all the niggas will type in and go, you see? <clears throat> Leroy Furious. I, if I ever become, any, if I get anything, every podcast episode we have will be, will be put up for uh, examination. 
oh, nigga, expect it. Oh, I already. But I'm, I'm hoping that by then we've weathered the storm, meaning society's has shifted back to let's stop being ridiculous and people understand because again, we're not saying anything that people aren't already saying, thinking, feeling, maybe in some circles discussing, but it's just like, and we're not saying again, condemned, ashamed. You shouldn't be no equal rights, physically harassed. None of that. I'll tell you what we're we're just going, but I will tell you what we're doing wrong. What? In the eyes of this, in, in the, the committee of the world. I'll tell you what we're doing wrong. And people have to understand that I'm, I'm going to do a no, 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 they, they have to understand this because okay. people who are listening to this that want to like uh, ridicule us. Uh, one of the things that they're, uh, that they could ridicule us for is that we don't have an opposing view on, on our podcast. We don't have somebody that's transgender, but, we even if, uh, but, but we don't have the position to do that. We're on the okay, road. But I'm We're telling traveling. you right now, even if we did, it ain't going to change my position. No, but you would have an alternative view on the, on our, on our speaking. <laughs> that was what they would say with the problem. But I will also say this. There are people in the trans community that, are, that agree with what side we're, we're taking right now. They agree that this would. Well, they ain't speaking up. Yes, they are. And that, that, yes, they are. And so that one of these times, maybe if we ever get the opportunity to do a live podcast, maybe we'll, we'll, talk, we'll tackle this as one of the uh, subjects. We may have to go a, a Bill Maher and do a, a panel and have it done. To be continued. Leroy Furious. I once took a piss in a public restroom, and while washing my hands, a white guy, in parentheses, Danny DeVito built motherfucker, took a piss and walked directly in caps out afterwards. But a homeless in caps black guy used the same restroom and washed his hands. These homeless brothers are cleaner. Just saying. We already discussed this. Leroy Furious. I got nothing for that, nigga. I, I, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that your scientific argument is, is, is you, you need some more case study. One isn't going to do it. But I, I'm, not dis- I'm not disagreeing. White people do some. Hey, hey man. But I told you. Okay, I, I, on a couple podcasts, again, I, I admitted that white people do some crazy shit that I, that I don't think is very clean. But then I sat next to a brother on the plane for two hours that had more snot in his nose. Let me tell you something, man. If you fall under the umbrella of homeless, I don't, it's not a color thing. It, it, it's, the, it's a turnoff <laughs> thing. I don't give a fuck what your color is. So, I, listen. Dude, I, I see a lot less black a homeless dudes than I do white homeless dudes though. Every listen. Every city. Okay, f- listen. Fucking uh, tomatoes, tomatoes. I've seen some of the dirtiest homeless niggas I've ever seen, and some of the dirtiest white homeless guys I've ever seen. As, as long as it falls on the homeless nigga, um, that's the problem. I don't. It's not a color thing for me, and I and I refuse to make it that. Okay. Um, that's that's what is clean homeless. That's like. Big dick, little dick. No, which you, one is you it? You don't think that there's someone who could fall in hard times and still try to keep themselves together? That Will Smith did that movie uh, where. Well, was he really homeless? Was he, he sleeping he lost on the his, sidewalk? He lost his. I don't. I don't remember. No, how he movie. wasn't. Was he digging in the garbage? Dude, did he look like he didn't shower? Did he stink? Come on, man. They're struggling, and then there's nigga. You're homeless. Homeless is nigga when you know. Your, 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 your bed is a bench, is a you, bench you, in the park. You got the tent and you're done. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come, uh, homeless comes with an Dude, aroma. But, but when, you, when you go to uh, uh, Oregon, when you're in uh, Portland, uh-huh. it's almost like a rite of passage for these kids. that they, they, they spend a year homeless on the streets. No job. 
begging for money. One day we're going to have to really have a conversation on the podcast about homelessness because, you know, it's funny. Anytime I've tried to, and I've only seen a couple people do it well. You talk about comedically punching down. Um, anytime you try to make jokes about homeless people, that's one where people, ah, like, man, and even when you say some of the things you say, people, I think the good in people are quicker to lean towards empathy and sympathy before they laugh. And I've only seen a couple comics do jokes about homeless people that were really funny. I've tried it and failed miserably. How come homeless people have better markers than people with homes? What do you mean better markers? They always have good signs. Was that the attempt at the joke? No, I'm just saying they always have oh. good signs. They always make those nice signs. Right. Could you do, you, oh, you're a comedian, so you have a Sharpie. But they have multiple color Sharpies. Right. Would you, how, how, how sad would your life be, though, if, you, if you're a dog and then you found out your owner is homeless, though? I mean, is that is homeless by association? Dogs eat out of each other's ass. They don't so care. So that's okay. Yeah. Do you think that's a ploy by homeless to to make extra money? Like, look at me. You're not With just helping me. You're also helping me and my dog. It could be. Um, Which means they're kind of marketing geniuses. Well, carry a baby with you, nigga. Go for it all. Okay, so the guy that spins a sign on the corner for $10 an hour that has a boss and the guy who's, who holds up his uh, homeless sign that he made with his magic markers and he's getting paid whatever he wants and he doesn't have to ask anybody to take a break and when he wants a day off, he can take a day off. Who, who's, who's really, who has the better deal? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just asking all these questions. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, uh, shit. Uh, all right, Leroy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spencer theme. Why are you watching everybody in the bathroom while you're pissing, Leroy? That's the other question I want to. Because he's Leroy furious, nigga. Leroy watches everything. I've got to keep my eyes on everything moving. Dude, when I'm pissing, I'm looking straight ahead. <laughs> uh, where the fuck are we? Uh, I wanted to get to one in particular, um, quick. But since I was on the topic of Leroy Furious, but fuck, I kind of lost. Was that the track. only homeless person we saw when we were in uh, in Canada? Was at the uh, at that restaurant? Did you see any other homeless people? No, again? no. Huh. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, Canada's cut different, baby. Okay, uh, here we go. From Andrew, hi, Aries and Andy. After listening to the podcast and hearing you mention how black people were treated and fucked over all these years in ways like incarceration, killing our leaders, and now killing us. Going through the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, Tennessee at the Lorraine Motel fucked me up seeing unfiltered black history unlike I was taught back in school and showcasing things like slavery, Rosa Parks, Black Wall Street, uh, the Black Panther Party and finishing up with Dr. King in the room next to the one he was shot in. Just imagining how it went down was terrible and imagining that some of those same people with the same mindset as the shooter are out there today in our law enforcement and in the politics fucking us over still. I believe every black person should go and anybody who claims to support the culture should go to see what was done so they truly know what we're talking about. P.S. Love the podcast. I'm a young brother going to college in the Midwest for a film degree. No joke, man. I'm writing a Leroy Furious script and would <laughs> love to see it on the big screen. I'm telling you, it could be as big as Black Panther. Well, I tell you what, Andrew, I love that young enthusiasm in you, brother. I love the fact that you went to go see the museum. But if you could, recommend it to the white folk. Uh, next time you go, bring white company with you. They need it more than we do. 
Yeah, I was going to say don't you don't need a what you don't need someone who already empathizes. You need to bring some people that need to see this. Yeah, and and if and if you got a half an ounce of talent when you write that Leroy Furious script, uh, send it to me. And Leroy, you're going to be in the movie. Now you're not playing Leroy Furious, nigga. I'm playing Leroy Furious, but we probably make you the captain. Uh, we got to give you. Well, a, 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 you know what? He could be young Leroy Furious, and you could be. Old Leroy. I ain't that much older, nigga. Dude, he's young. Have you seen him? Nigga, do I look like a grandfather? He looks good. He's young, dude. He'd be the captain, nigga. <laughs> I'm Leroy Furious. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so Andrew, good shit, brother. I, I wish you well, my man. Um, dude, and, and, and that's, you know what? He brings up a point that. I'm glad he said it so that I can say this. When I said what I felt worse about as I, as I learned more about the forefathers of this country is that we weren't taught this in school. And I always feel bad. That, like he said, he wasn't taught this in school. Mm-hmm. That's that really, it really, that's the part that makes me the most angry mm-hmm. is that I sat next to someone and learned lies and they lied to this dude to his face about his own history. Right. I, you know, I, I think as far as schools go, that should be a mandated field trip, you know, mandated, make the kids go and see that shit. And, and, you know, God, I don't want to take, I want to, but black history month, that's not, it shouldn't be. First of all, the one month it's it's funny. It's one month, but black history is American history. Why it's not taught the same way as all. We know why we know why. Why? Right. Why they? Why we're still able to get away with it? Why it hasn't? It it needs to change completely. Yeah. Well, shit. Get in line on the need to change. Well, line. get on the computers and study history, man, because this is fucked up. Uh, Lorenzo Shepard, what up, Aries? Just dropping to say hi. I really enjoyed the previous episodes of the podcast. Really enjoying Andy finally bringing out the funny on air a little bit. Congratulations on finally get a much deserved sponsor for the show. It felt like a little weird hearing y'all do and read before the show. I think I might have read this one before. Keep uh, up the great creep up keep up the great work. And if you ever get a chance, check out my podcast. I started with my friends called 1845 Pack Podcast, currently on SoundCloud. Just three guys from Florida trying to be funny. I think I did read this. I don't know, but that's an ad that he just we just created for him right now. Then right, motherfucker. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Best luck in the future, Lorenzo Shepard. Yeah, Lorenzo, I uh, I wish you the best of luck, brother. I think one thing me and Andy are talking about doing, and this is really us trying to slay Goliath, is to start our own podcast network. And when we do, we'll bring all you young up-and-coming motherfuckers, put you up under the wing, put you on the roster, and you can make us some money. Uh, and you'll make some money too. too. Oh, shit. So good luck to y'all, man. Keep me, keep me, keep me updated as to what's going on and how y'all doing okay zay bullet zachary color mr spears and steinberg steinberg what's happening i've been a fan of the podcast all the way from the beginning to the pussy podcast conversation where y'all talk about wives breaking the toilet while pissing we said wives break the toilet when they piss no no i i I just had to have a conversation with tara though about the toilet she bad because you pissed on it? No. She, you know what women do? They do the underneath piss. What's the underneath do you lift, piss? Do you lift the seat up when you take a piss? Nigga, I piss on the walls. Do you don't lift the seat up for your girls? We only have Man, one bathroom. Man, listen. I lift the seat up so I don't piss on the seat. Yeah? But when women pee and they wait to pee and they 
push that pee out there and it hits the toilet, yeah. it splatters and it goes up on the bottom of the toilet. So really? You, so you pick up the seat. There's pee. On, I was like, how do I don't pee on the underneath the seat? So the bitches is just as gross. And, and then they want us to lift up the seat. And if we go to lift up the seat and we put our thumb under the under the toilet yeah. to lift it up, we're in their pee pee town right there. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh shit! I'll I'll eat pussy, but I ain't. I don't want to touch pee. I know it sounds like it's... Nigga, you need to graduate to the next level of disgusting. <laughs> um, it'd be great. Uh, but I parted ways. But. But I parted... Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Yeah, we got to address this nigga. Uh, toilet seat while pissing. It's been great, meaning the podcast. But I parted ways when y'all was talking about the big orange jack-o'-lantern too much. And it wasn't funny anymore. But now that y'all back on the funny shit, here... I am again. You fair weather motherfucker. Fellas, I need some help. Well, but before we get to this, listen, dude, you don't just stay with your team when they winning. When the Lakers went through a lull, you know what I mean? Smush Parker era, the Kwame Brown era. Nigga, you don't give up on the goddamn team, man. You stay with the team through the good and bad. And that's why there's a fucking fast forward button. Now, don't say it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny to you. It's subjective. And, it ain't, and, and when we talk about Trump and politics, we're not necessarily trying to purposely be funny. We're giving you the news based on what you need to know. Come I don't on, think man. we spend that much time talking about Trump, did we? I mean, you know, we, 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 we get on it. But, but when it's, something's going on and in the, in the, we feel like we have to talk about it. Okay, go on. Come on, man. Fellas, I need some help. My fiance and I recently bought a house with our son and we always work. She has one job and I have seven. I'm a pilot for FedEx, high school and junior college football and basketball referee, a NASCAR cameraman, Lyft driver, DJ, website designer, design and make T-shirts. We live in the armpit of California, literally. And to be comfortable living here, you need to make around 60 to 70 K. Nigga, with all them jobs, you ain't making more than that. My lady thinks I'm doing too much and says I'm a work into an early grave. All in honesty, I'm just trying to provide for my family in case anything goes south. I make time for my family every chance I have available or I even block days of working. For you guys who is always on the road or the skies working, do you see your spouse having a problem being busy always working? Get back to me on the podcast. Much love. Listen, dog, I, and I want to say I apologize to the women um, for saying what I'm about to say. But it's hard to satisfy you bitches. Really. Because you'll complain if a nigga don't work, and now you're complaining if a nigga work too much. You can't have both ways, you know? It's like, listen, man, one of my baby mothers will give me shit because she's, you don't do this, and you don't do that, and you don't spend time, and you did, but, but bitch, you like to eat out of, you know, expensive bowls, and you like to wear Louis Vuitton shoes, and carry Gucci bags, and wear fucking Chanel shades. What the fuck? You think that shit grows on trees? A nigga got to wake. I got to put in the time. Shit costs money. The fuck you want? It's like you can't be, you know, if you want a life of luxury, that shit costs. And, you know, I'm working behind the eight ball, so I really got to grind. So, you know, praise this nigga. Tell your girl she should be praising you, nigga. Fuck Taco Tuesdays. How about Wednesday blowjobs? <laughs> Come on, nigga. You know, you working. I hate relegating blowjobs to one day of the week. Man, it we'll should be weekly day, weekly every day, every day that ends in day should be blowjob day. You know how many women think you're greedy? 
That's greedy. <laughs> it should always be blowjob day. Listen, um, I have a different a little take than Aries does on this. Um, I, I got a couple things on this. One, if she didn't miss you, that'd be a different problem. So you should be excited that she's actually missing you as well, that you're working hard. She gets that. But give her some credit for missing you because that's her saying she wants to spend time. She loves you. She misses you. So that's not a bad thing. Uh, but you guys have to find that happy medium. What I was going to say, though, is you have a lot of jobs. And I know you want to be successful. You're packing some money away. You want to have for your family. But you also, working to work just to put money away doesn't necessarily get you to the destination you want to get. It just gets you more money. What's the destination you want to get? Where do you want to go? Maybe one of those jobs you could get rid of and put some, a little bit of effort, maybe not make as much money, but put a little bit more effort into the job that's going to get you to where you want to be so you don't have to get all, have all those other jobs. And you got to look at what your, 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 uh, the path that you want to get on. So take a look at that because if you could, if you could get, lose one job, spend more time uh, with your woman and accelerate the path that you're on, you may not have as much money today, but in, the, in a year or two years or three years, you could uh, excel at one of those things that you're doing and you'd be, find yourself in a better money situation. But the fact is most women don't give a f- – most people – I mean, I would just say women, but people that – you take care of people that depend on you. They don't give a fuck about the journey. They care about the destination. And anybody that's ever been in show business, I don't know if you hear this much, hear this as much in life, but certainly you hear it in show businesses. It ain't about the destination. It's about the journey. Well, it has to be because you ain't granted anything here. Well, you, even if, but okay, well, okay, you, you might not, there's no guarantees, right? but you're not doing this just to be doing it. You're doing it with a destination in mind. mind. Yeah, of course. But still, it's enjoy the journey. Right. The journey is the important part. It's the learning process. But again, most people don't give a fuck about your journey. But his, they want the destination. When do we get when do we get there? Yeah, but he, but he's not but by doing all those jobs, he's not looking at his destination. Or he might be, but he has so many things. He's not enjoying the journey. He's not he because he's before he can even enjoy the journey, he's at his other job. He has to look at his path and what he wants to get to because sometimes eliminating one of those jobs, if you don't need the money, I mean, if you absolutely need every dollar, that's a right. different story. But if you don't, if you're just using the money to pack away, sometimes the time is more important and you can put that towards getting where you want to go right. because, the, because of the destination. Maybe your woman needs to hear us say it. So maybe you bring her in and listen to this part of the podcast because if you don't have time to enjoy your de- your journey because you want you got to jump from job to job, nigga. Look at it like driving on the highway, you know, and you got to drive a long time. You got to go to a rest stop. So have your woman's blowjobs be rest stops. Well, uh, what is she- baby? I've been driving eleven hours. I need a break. Blow, blow me and get back on the road, nigga. You'd be surprised how much further you can drive when your dick's been sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't women understand that men are just this primal and simple? They really it's, don't. It's, 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 this, is, this is simple and as basic as we are and we like. Suck dick, lick balls, eat, leave us alone, sleep, repeat. That's it. Have you ever, uh, have you ever read anything like in those magazines where they say about how men are supposed to eat pussy? Because... Women, if you, if you do it too long a certain way or too soft a certain way or too hard, like th- there's all these different things and why women want their pussy licked a certain Like right. it, it goes through like this the whole like encyclopedia of the right. many. 
you do you put your mouth on our dick and just shove it in up and down we'll figure it out we're not asking you to to, right. to go read a, a fucking encyclopedia but women complain oh you know they're trying to breathe in the jaw and it hurts and, 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 and you know the gag so you know they they say it's it's not easy it's not easy but we're not asking them to learn every part of the playbook they want us to, to, to listen you know what you could do as a woman though like when a man goes down on you uh you could come eventually that would be nice uh, if you, because you don't think that we have some breathing issues down there after a, a couple, of, it's, yeah, it's, that shit hurts too. too. Yeah, jaw gets tired. Right. Well, but then they'll say, "Well, I'll come if you do it right." Right. But they need a booklet on how to do it right. When if they just hang out for a few more minutes, we're going right. to get off. Right. We're going to figure it out. Right. Okay. Uh, good luck on your journey, nigga. Uh, but yeah, nigga, some some blow stops along the way. That's all you need. Um, Big Mike from Jersey. What up, Aries and Andy? What's good, guys? I'm a huge fan, and I've been listening. Since, uh, I've been a fan since Mad TV days. Didn't know y'all had a podcast. I recently found out by listening to my now second favorite podcast, Drink Champs. You know, all of this shit starts to feel familiar. You, did I read this? No, I don't think so. Oh, God. I didn't know your history until I became a regular listen, listener to the show. Like you, I'm originally from New York City and moved to Central Jersey to a town called Metuchet. Ooh, I know that spot. I'm sure you know it. By listening to the show, I've grown to become a huge fan and look forward to every Tuesday and Wednesday to get the newest show. First off, uh, fuck the mainstream. Aries, I get you're not getting your due but please believe in today's age, you can and will get your just due by continuing to do what you and Andy are doing. Andy, I'm not going to lie. It took a little to try to understand you and your ideology on race. But since I've grown up in a predominantly white town, I've learned to see things not just from my black POV, but the other side's POV. But I truly believe, Andy, you need to try to see things from our view of this world. It's not all bad, but things are different for non-whites and at times difficult for non-difficult are different for non-whites and at times difficult for non-whites. What you guys do with your race current events guy talk is truly special and highly appreciated. I've literally told everyone I know to try the podcast out. Hope next time y'all are in Jersey. Please let me know. Stay blessed, brethren. Sincerely, Big Mike from Jersey. Mike, what's up, baby? Um, Mike, if you want me to see it from that perspective, uh, Aries and I will probably agree on most everything, and we won't get any uh, conversation going. We won't get anything accomplished. And my part of this podcast is to give the view or the the soundbite as maybe white America does see it so that we can have this conversation. If you want me just to give you uh, the point of view, looking at it from your point of view, um, there's not going to be much accomplished. So as you guys continue to get mad at me for that, I'm representing a side that you guys need to hear, not because you need it, but how to fight it. I've, I've, I've given up a long time ago, uh, folks. Uh, he is who he is. He's going to say what he's going to say. And, uh, we like the movie The Defiant Ones with uh, uh, Sidney Poitier and I think Tony Randall. I'm handcuffed to this motherfucker. <laughs> handcuffed to this motherfucker. I can't, I can't shake him. <laughs> I can't shake him. We sleep in the same bed. We eat at the same table. 
We bathe in the same tub. I can't get rid of this motherfucker. But y'all keep trying. Keep trying. I'll, 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 well, let's do an episode where I agree with everything you say. I don't know. That might not be interesting. Uh, exactly. Not only one of ain't like you doing it on purpose. It's just how you feel. No, it's not on purpose, but it's I'm definitely giving you the other side. Right. My sherry more sweeter than a summer day. Shmore. What's up, baby? You got competition, mama. Farah <laughs> is on your snatch, baby. Uh, hi guys. It's well documented how much of a fan I am. Now, I must ask a favor. Please don't ever eat while doing the pod. That was painful to listen to. I apologize, Shimon. And you know what? You're right. Because the times when Patrice O'Neal has eaten on Opie and Anthony, it drove me nuts. Plus, it's something about smacking. You don't want to hear another motherfucker saliva and tongue meat. Um... You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you make it sound so much grosser than it actually is. It is. Uh, so I'm sorry, baby. Uh, that was painful. Now down to business. You're absolutely correct. A dildo isn't anything like the real thing. Yes, it feels good, and it is very close to the real thing, but you can definitely tell the difference. I can't claim to have had the best one, but it's still a dildo. Now, there are my personal views, but I think a lot of people will agree. Some women will say the dildo being hard all the time is great. I couldn't disagree more. Whew. One of the <laughs> best things about sex is the anticipation. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I stopped. It reminds me of uh, that scene. I think it was in Ocean's 13 when Al Pacino is describing what it's like when you play craps. It ain't just the stop of the dice. It's the anticipation. When the dice leave your hands, you see it fly through the sky, roll on the table, and you're wondering what it might be. Hoo-ah. Yeah, that anticipation, boy, the bubble guts. I love it when I know I'm going to have bomb sex that night, and I think about it all day. I get horny planning all the things I'm going to do and will, have de- and will have done to me. One of the best feelings in the world is when you've had great sex sessions and your body is completely spent while he's laying there in a coma. Damn, pussy that good, huh? Uh, it's so sexy to start kissing, rubbing, sucking, teasing, etc. until he's ready for another round and didn't think he could go anymore. There is so much to sex that doesn't just involve insertion. What about kissing and massaging your lover's body? I could feel my temperature rising. Um, gentle sucking and all of that. How can a dildo or sex robot... Give, emulate that, no matter how good the technology is. On another note, I love when you two talk movies. Any plans to have a movie podcast? If not, please do more movie podcasts. They are great. It's also a great way to introduce younger fans to old movies they may never have heard of. I recently watched your special on Showtime. I think it was taped in Philly. I can't wait to see you live. Love your biggest fan, female fan, Shamariamo. Man, man, you know, she, I felt like I was reading one of them romance novels. Dude, there's nothing better than the blowjob recovery. The blowjob recovery? Yeah, when you fuck and then you think you can't fuck anymore. And then she gives you, she starts sucking your dick, gets you ready to go again. I told you, nigga, I am a musket. I, once, <laughs> I, once I blow, 
Nigga, I'm done. I'm done. I turn into fetal position, bitch. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm done, nigga. Don't, I'm done. I got you, nothing left. You can't recover an hour later? I'm gonna, when I come, it's like I've been in a car accident. Nigga, I have to be airlifted. Nigga, I got tubes in my arm. I, I, I need boot, boot. Boop, the machine, nigga. I need to recover, nigga. I'm done. Since I turned 50, it's a lot harder to recover. But <sighs> before. But all that shit she was saying about anticipation. Yeah, but. Like sometimes, nigga, when you know you about to fuck and your girl put on that lingerie, that shit matters because it's titillating. It's teasing. You know what you're going to get. But before that, you just, it, oh, man. I'm mm. not that big of a lingerie guy. Really? You know what I think is sexy? It's a girl in, like, really cute underwear mm-hmm. and wearing, like, your shirt, like like your dress shirt, like my dress shirt. That's so, so movie cliche. No, nah, man, that to me, I don't know why that's so sexy to me. Really? Yeah. Uh. I mean, I've had the girl do the stockings and the whole... I'm not big on stockings. It's a lot of work to get all the, you know, taking that stuff off. I, I, oh, nigga, when I'm time to take that shit off i turn into a rapist <laughs> i don't think you can say that i don't think you can even say that jokingly anymore uh, um turn into a magician I, I turn into a magician consented rapist, rapist uh, once she says i'm i can okay then i dude and that's a joke by the way god damn it please don't get all corny on us um it goes on twitter where they just they delete uh, everything and just put those two words uh, Ryan Roman, how are you, Aries? Love you, man. You rock. Was wondering if you could send me some signed stuff for my birthday. It would mean a lot to me. Nigga, fuck your birthday. No, um, yeah, nigga, when's your birthday? Tell me when's your birthday. I'll send you uh, a signed something. You know, I'm going to be special with you, nigga. I don't even know if you're into video games, but if you are, tell me what your favorite game is. And I'll autograph the game. I'll go to GameStop and buy you your favorite game, Call of Duty, whatever the fuck you want. I'll autograph it and I'll ship it out to you. Now, who the fuck does that? God damn it. You know, what are you going to do when you get 100 requests for that every every No, it ain't going to happen like that. No, This is a one-time deal. This is a one-time motherfucking deal. He just happened to catch you on the the right day. He hit the sweepstakes, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a fat motherfucker, I might send you an autograph pound of meat. Um, Good morning, gentlemen. This is from Smiley P. Enjoyed the episode 119 this morning. Thank you for reading my response. My name is pronounced Smiley, and I'm from Guatemala. So to Andy's example about choosing which side to fight for, Mexico or the USA, I just replaced Mexico for Guatemala so it could hit closer to my origin. My fault. I shouldn't have assumed that you remembered my response to the Miss Lacey's episode, Reverse Racism. As always, keep the content coming. I appreciate the back-to-back podcast. Uh, you should make them more often. Much love to the both of you, Aries and Andy. I don't really have anything to say, but I do have a question for you. Okay. Um, and you know, it's interesting when you evolve, because I remember one time ago, I was scared to death when Andy would say we should do more than one podcast. I was scared to death when we started because I was like, damn, yo, hours a long time. And in the beginning, while we did the hour, I would look at the clock and go, shit, nigga, we got 40 minutes left, and I'm feeling like I'm running out of shit to say. But the more and more you do something, you, you truly um, uh, 
what's the word when you get acclimate to, to, to what you're doing and you get better. Um, so that being said, I'm like, damn. So, you know, now we do the regular podcast on Wednesday, the emails. Now we do on Thursday and I know, you know, Andy being the kite that he is. <laughs> so we think about money and I'm saying, okay, fuck it. You know, we, we in this for the love, but we're trying to get paid too. Um, what if we triple down and, 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 and could we make more money? So my question to you is this, you tell me if, um, if we're biting off more than we can chew or if this might be a good idea. What if we did Wednesday, you get the regular podcast Thursday, you get emails and Friday you get movies. See, I, I three be, days a week. I, I would be fine with the movie one. I really think the movie one should be done, but I don't think it should be done every week. I don't think we. I don't think why we, wouldn't we wouldn't we triple up on the downloads? Yeah, I just don't think that we're ready to do a movie one every week. Says who? Are you Nigga, re- I could do movies now. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it then. We just have to make sure we don't be lazy. We got to watch the movies. No, it's a lot of recording though. It's a lot of recording time. It's not really about watching the movies too. It's about actually when we're together on the road. Dedicating it's about four hours worth of work we're gonna have to do. Nigga, what do we do other than sleep and eat? And tell jokes. Yeah, we got plenty of time. We just gotta not be lazy. Yeah. So, you know, we might start giving you I will I always want to do the movie podcast. I didn't even want it to be a Spears and Steinberg. I wanted to be a different name, movie podcast. You know, our own name, but just uh Spears and Steinberg presents yeah, the movie yeah, yeah, or whatever. Movies, yeah, like that. Yeah. Um so, you know, we about to start giving y'all the cock three times a week, man. We might really start inserting into you niggas and uh, releasing. You know, there's something I want to say, though, to, to his, uh, uh, what he's talking about. Because there are some, I, I get some letters from some uh, Mexican dudes, Hispanic dudes. One of the things that, you know, and, I, and one of the guys who talked, he kept on saying, you know, I'm from Mexico. I live in the United States right. now. When I'm really talking about, when I say the, 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 what was quoted as Mexican-American, I'm talking about people that have been here and have assimilated to this culture is why I can't define what, a Mets, what, what it is to be Mexican in America. And that's what I'm looking for when I'm saying I want to go out on the road and find people that are moving here now, what it is to be Mexican in America. And then also with the people that have lived here for generations that maybe have been in this country, their family generations have been over 200 years and see how that assimilation has, has made them who they are. It's, it's very complicated in the idea that this was, or the Southwest where I'm from was part of Mexico and those people just be, are, are now American and that the Southwest culture is a Hispanic culture. That's why I can't explain it, but I would like to talk about it. Uh, a little bit more, and that's why I'm going to do that thing. That's one of the reasons I'm, I'm hesitant about doing another third hour, but it is one of the things I have to do when I'm on the road is start going and looking for But what makes you, why has that got to do with the third hour? Because I got to go out and fi- I got to go out. Oh, you got to get your, your uh, Bill Bixby, your go Bruce find, Banner on. Yeah, go find him. Yeah. You got to walk on the road with a backpack and go search for shit. Wearing purple pants. Okay. Where are you Mexicans? There you go. But this might be, cheer you up. Um, from Jose, oh no, oh yeah, Gutierrez, we've had him on yeah. before. Uh, fantastic episode as usual. Andy, I think you're taking people's moronic judgment and opinions about you too hard. Just a bit. Anyone who attacks you so harshly without genuinely trying to understand you is a fool. Go, Andy. Say it. What? Say it. I agree. 
<laughs> what do you want? Who generally tries to attack me as a fool? Yeah, you, that was your cue. To say what? I like this nigga. Oh, shit. Go, Andy. Nah. Oh, you motherfucker. Dude, it doesn't fit with me. It's- there you go. You're right. I thought you was going to say it doesn't fit. It does fit. It don't fit with you. Yeah. All right. So, in other words, I just tried to make Steve Kerr. Uh, you tried to get me to dunk when I'm a three-point shooter. All right. Andy is completely right regarding Mexican-American culture. Mexico is, hu- Mexico is huge, and they have white, black, brown, and indig- indigenous. Indigenous. You know how to say that word, but you yeah, can't I say Yeah, I know. It. I know. It's <sighs> fucking weird, man. Indigenous Mexican folks, and that the diversity also come from different Mexican cultures. Many Mexican culture were also in the U.S. before the invasion by the Europeans. As I've told you before, I'm a mutt and proud of it. And I rock with my heritage is hard. But I am an American, but not in the way that many might think. I'm an American because first and foremost, my ancestors were from this land and my other ancestors were brought here as slaves. Latinos and blacks built this country. And I, Dave Chappelle, slow you roll, bitch. Um, I'll address that. And I don't care what any racist fool say. I'm an American. That brings me to my last point. We do not have blood on our hands because we did not play a part in the slaughter and enslavement of the people who built this country. But a second ago, dog, you just said that blacks and Latinos built this country. So you just contradicted yourself. You know, he's saying he didn't play a part there because they were the, the working mechanism that built this country. They didn't play a part in bringing them here or have that blood on their hands for oh, people that brought them here. Okay. We may benefit from the horrific treatment that our ancestors endured and the progress that those before us have made, but we don't have blood on our hands. Much love to you both and shout out to all the social workers in Chicago. Peace. Jose, get that is. You know, I, I think we're, I, 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 and, I, and I have steadfast on everything that I've said and that I may change something so that we can get past this blood on our hands thing. We shared the same blood that was spilt. Not necessarily is it on your hands because I'm getting what I'm finally hearing what people are saying that it is that they didn't they didn't cause the blood to be spilled. So therefore, they don't have blood on their hands. What I have been saying and I've said it and finally heard it when I said it on the podcast, how it could be taken differently is we all share that blood that was spilt, though. And he did say that right now uh, because he has if he says that he's reaped rewards from the blood that was spilt, then we do have that blood. We share that blood. But we, but I understand what you're saying. If you're saying uh, that you had nothing to do with bringing the people, the people here. My point was, all the rewards that you benefit you from that happening, you still have that blood from them that was spilt. It may not be on your hands, but you're sharing it the same way, because as Europeans who've come over here after white Europeans that came over here after in like, let's say in the last 20 years, the last 30 years, they share that blood too, because they're reaping the rewards from this country when they come over here and they take that, but they didn't have that ancestral uh, being here and, and having anything to do with what came in the early, uh, early times of this country. So what I guess I am trying to say is maybe the term on your hands is where we're, we're differing. Is is because it's but it, it's we're all sharing that same blood that was spilt. We are we are all living off of that. No matter when you come over here, no matter who you are, no matter what time, 
you 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 played as part of this American world, you still lean up against what everybody's done before you. That was my point. I, I think that the blood on the hands part is where people are stopping listening because I, I'm not hearing what they're saying. I'm trying to hear what they're saying, which is that they don't have it on, on their hands. They may reap the rewards. They may stand in the same puddle of blood, but it wasn't on their hands. <clears throat> the end. Uh, from John O'Bannon. I thought about this for 24 hours. These podcasts I listen to have a black and have a black and a white dude. Good combo. Took you 24 hours, nigga. To... Okay. <laughs> I wonder if he's still looking at Oreo cookies and going, damn, what is, what is it about these cookies? Goddamn piano keys, black and white. <laughs> uh, shit is amazing. What the fuck is this? Um, he would love Dolomite. Um, white dude start off as smart, forward thinking. I have a black friend. Tight, then boom. When whites talk about the origins of man, they want to get spiritual faith based. The scientific facts are Paul Mooney voice, dark black ass, big lip, Afro rocking, big shoulder pad, spear chucking, arrowhead busting, big dick. Mathematician, pussy fucking niggas are our ancestors. This is proven. No, it's not, but go on. Specifically through HGP biology, anthropology, archaeology, and all the G's. Check out the documentary called Human Family Tree and an ebook called Black Genesis. The oldest and most useful living human cell that they use for cures for cancer and AIDS come from a black woman called Henrietta, excuse me, Lax. And these airwaves and podcast races are trying to rewrite facts. Netherlands changed the way humans looked and thought. Humans had thick hair, purple black skin. We had to fight and dominate a beast population. Think about it. What is the only type of man that can go ahead, that can go head to head with prehistoric beasts? Niggas. On KFI, this guest said that the blacks didn't get spiritual or forward thinking until the Neanderthal was mixed in. History doesn't support that theory. These facts that are public have to be mainstream and taught to everyone for everyone's benefit. This is human history, and it starts with the big brain, chess playing, pyramid building, alien, possibly dark, purple, black niggas. (laughs) (laughs) We can get into spiritual, biblical shit later. After the black man rebuild our kingdoms and new governments. Until then, with this faith-based shit that has been used for supremacy for over a millennia, stop. All would love the both of you, Masood, M-A-S-U-D, Masood, right? Masood? Masood. Okay. You tell me, um, but this sounds like uh, Israelite rhetoric. A little bit. And let me just say, I know I jokingly... Again, because I attack things with a comic brain. Except he, he did put space, like space aliens. That isn't Israelites. Okay. But like the Israelites, I would like to know in all seriousness, because I make jokes about them. Um, is there anybody out there that can supply us with information? Like, are the Israelites actually saying shit that's true? Because here's what's distracting from the message. First of all, the goddamn costumes. The fucking pirates of the Caribbean costumes. Then them niggas stand out on a street corner with a cheap, uh, 
what it what feels like a Radio Shack bullhorn, bullhorn or a speaker and microphone set, and then they yell at the top of their lungs the kind of shit that looks like it don't just scare white folks, it scares niggas. The white pussy devil motherfucker in the masses of the caves when they was putting niggas with the baloney lips on the black queens of the rivers and the, and the, and the, and the, and the white hunky mule put his tongue in a donkey ass and create, like, it just, it's, it's like, nigga, I, 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 if there's power to your message, if there's something to your message, I'll listen. First of all, turn the volume down. So you don't sound like a, the broken speaker at a fast food place. Exactly. And take off the costumes and maybe dial back the emotion. And I'll listen to your message. But when you're doing that, that almost feels like, why power? Why power? Like, like, goddamn. Maybe it's the other side. And that's a bad comparison because we know what that message is. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, damn, motherfucker, get me in the store first. <laughs> And once I'm there, I might browse and go, Ooh, what's this? Maybe they're not looking for you to be in the store. Maybe they're looking for people that, that relate to that. Okay, I just would like to know if their message is legit. What is it? I, you know what? I think you. Look, we could do some research on it, and you should probably, maybe we should get someone in here. Uh, You're you about to open a world tour between the transgenders and the Israelites. Nigga, we are welcoming all people. I, I, you know what, I, I would enjoy the conversation, but um, uh, to what he was saying, uh, and when he said biblical and spiritual, no, the fact is, and it's recent DNA, uh, it was, I think it's in the last uh, 24 months, recent DNA, that they, they're, they're saying that the original people are brown people. Well, that's always been known. Brown, but brown. Black. But they're saying brown. Black. I'm telling you what they're saying. The original I people. Fuck what they saying. Brown is black. Okay. Well, if you want to make brown black, that's fine. What do you mean make? It's what it is. Okay. The black man is the original man. Don't take that away from us by going brown, nigga. We brown. Okay. You are brown. Right. So it's us. Say black, nigga. Well, there's different. There are different. There are different shades of black to brown, aren't there? Yeah, nigga. Senegal is a little bit different. Uh, okay, black, brown. Are we talking about niggas? I don't know what we're talking about. Well, you do. Come no. on, nigga. Do you, do you think the... We saw the pictures of the uh, the First Nations here in Canada. Indians? Yeah. Okay, but why are we talking about Canada? I'm just saying they're indigenous people. What about... What is, what's their color? If, 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 if you took a white Listen, European... Hispanic, Indian, Muslim, anything that ain't white... Is brown. Okay. But, you know, if we talk about the first man, to my niggas, come on, man. Okay. So what, but what they're saying is, is it what, what, what make, and it makes sense unless you believe the, the part where you put in about coming from another planet, that as people disperse throughout the world and as the world broke up into different pieces, because there's also where continents and, and land masses have moved and water has changed and people separated and moved around. Melanin wasn't needed in certain places. More melanin was needed in other places. And that's how we've changed and how we've evolved. So, and I, I, I have a whole thing on this, but I mean, I want to do it at the right time with the right amount of knowledge, but. Well, then uh, put, it, put it on ice because you should. Because, but it's, it's, it's really interesting to get the fact that, and then I have another dude that's been, that's been bugging me about uh, 
and I shouldn't say bugging me, but he's been sending me a lot of stuff and he's keeping me busy trying to read through everything that he has and, and, and with DNA and how we are pretty much the, the, the DNA difference between me and you would be, uh, less than, uh, 0.01%. Um, do you, do you think that he, well, I mean, shit, he said it was in a documentary, so it, I guess it's factual, but the thing about the black woman, Henrietta Lacks, about the cure for, I, I, you don't I, think that's... I don't know anything about it. Okay. So, I'm so not, we should check out the documentary. Yeah, we should check out the documentary. All right, I'm going to read one more, and then we have to uh, wash our nuts uh, for showtime. Uh, I got more, but we'll save it for another time. Um, Conte, this is from Conte. What up, Aries and Andy? My name is Conte K.O. Joyner, and I have been a fan of yours since the deaf comedy and mad TV days. First of all, I would like to say you are a legend in the comedy game with your spot-on impressions and comedic wit is impeccable. I like this nigga. My first time seeing you live was at Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh, 2016. The wife and I had a wonderful time and really regret missing you the last time you came to the Improv in Cary, North Carolina. I actually, we just actually got that back on the calendar. Yeah. So we'll be there soon, brother. I just recently found you guys, you guys' podcast and have been catching up on all of the episodes. I really like the way you guys bounce ideas off each other and don't hold back. As I was listening to the episodes, I found myself yelling out the answers to the questions you were asking, like, what was the name of Sunshine from Harlem Nights? It's Layla Rashawn. But anyway, the main reason I'm writing this email is to say that I appreciate the way did you guys the way you guys address the race issue in this country. Being that I was born and raised in the South, but have lived in the North, also Cape Cod, Mass. I have experienced in your face racism and covert racism also. Andy made an excellent point in the episode 109 when he stated that the 100 years after slavery during Reconstruction, the Jim Crow blacks had the opportunity to build for themselves, and they did just that. Many of the cities that were established were built by the same tradesmen that built the cities for the whites during slavery. What you guys forgot to mention was the fact that in many cases, envious, jealous whites in this country destroyed cities and towns that were prosperous just for the simple fact that the slaves that were set free were doing better than most of them. Such as cities like Tulsa, Oklahoma, the first city in America that was destroyed from the air and Rosewood, Florida, which they did that movie on yeah. with Ving Rhames. I'm sure you both have heard of these places and the incidents that took place. They've they, actually brought it up a little bit. Yeah, I think so. They did know how to progress. They did know how to progress. Remember, they were the working class. They were the working class. There were so many other, so many more cities all over the country that were destroyed in such a manner. I know you didn't purposely overlook this situation. I just thought I should point it out. I understand the point that you were trying to make as far as the bonnets and the presentation in which we present ourselves to the public. And there is one thing I want to address is the fact that many blacks move from the south to the north for factory unskilled labor jobs, which provides which provided a means for black Americans to send their children to historically black universities and colleges in the South and to receive an education, many for the first time. The majority of those unskilled labor workers lived and worked their entire lives and retired at those factory jobs until there were no more factory jobs. Then came Nixon, tough on drugs era and the following that was Reaganomics and the crack era, but I also see that Andy is starting to get it. It's a little frustrating to hear him defend 45 and some of the rhetoric 
and some of the rhetoric ugh, that he spews, but I get it. Sometimes it's not about what they actually say. It's about the meaning behind what they intend to say that tend to say that's the way tend to say that's the way most northerners code their racism. Guys, punctuation, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you, you got to stop. You got me reading this shit like I'm on the Autobahn, nigga, with no brakes. Uh, you got to give me some brakes. Um, not saying that Andy does that, but I get it. See, here in the South, they put it on display and wear it on their sleeves and hats or hoods. But anyway, I will continue to listen and laugh and yell at my radio. My radio, the answers to Aries questions. Looking to see you guys at the Carry Improv or Good Nights when you come back through. Checked your dates and didn't see any time, anything for rally for next year, but we'll be looking forward to it and hope to meet you guys the next time you guys are in town. Oh, Aries, I downloaded your app to keep up. One love, KO. Yeah, we're going to be there. So check uh, Aries' uh, uh, website because he'll be up there hopefully in this next week or so. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't defend 45. <laughs> And I, and I get people think that I defend 45. I defend not you know how much, misquoting you know, him. You know how much battery percentage I have on my phone? No. 45%. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Your phone, is, your phone likes him. Yeah, that's great timing. Uh, I defend people not, to not misquote him because, like I said, he will take himself down. He can't stop talking. He says enough things to take him down with. We don't have to do anything. The media, love, the media doesn't like him, and that's fine. But quote him exactly, because he will take himself down for exactly what he says. And that's all I've ever meant. Um, it, it isn't about protecting him, because I don't, you don't need to protect him. It's, it's not protectable. He's going to take himself out. And that's the only thing I defend, because I want him out, but I don't want anybody to come back from the other side and say that it was an agenda. Because it's certainly, uh, that's exactly how they are portraying this. And if you don't take him out for the right, for all the right reasons, quoting him exactly, that's what they're going to use. So that was my only point. Uh, as far as the, I, and I, but uh, I do understand the coded racism and I understand what you're talking about. I hope that I'm not doing that, but I am trying to be honest on how I think and feel. And we can work through all this together, but I'm not trying to be fake about anything. And if you haven't seen it, uh, Rosewood, what a great movie. Yeah. Um, Don Cheadle, Esther Roll, um, Flo, a.k.a. Florida Evans, uh, Elise Neal, um, Ving Rhames. Uh, yeah, man, it, it's uh, uh, I wish I knew the dude. He was also the racist in Mississippi Burner. Some motherfuckers play a great racist nigga. I mean, a great racist. Michael Rucker. Dude, that's such a shitty job. Because you know when they go out, whether he's a racist or not, everybody thinks he's, that's nah. the racist guy, though. Yeah, 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 yeah they might. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he played the dude in Guardians of the Galaxy who was blue, who when he whistled, his arrow would kill people. But Michael Rucker. Yeah, he, and even in uh, The Walking Dead, he always he played the more country racist yeah, kind of. He, he plays a racist yeah, yeah. like nobody's business. But uh, We got 1,100 niggas in this county. And ain't neither one of them registered to vote. And they ain't going to be. Not over my dead body or over a lot of dead niggers. Oh, he killed that shit. Dude, you can just pull up those quotes so... Oh, man, I cannot remember you, son. shit. Tell uh, you, son. 
Yeah, but we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, right. And and uh, you know what? My knowledge on which city, uh, my na- my recall for names is terrible. So I don't actually say the cities, but I have said before that whites in America could not stand the idea of a successful black community and did go and destroy it. And yeah, and, and you know, I knew about Rosewood and I knew the movie was about, you know, the lie that the white woman had told. And of course, you know, they decided to kill all them niggas based on a lie. But I didn't know that part until you kind of educated me on that. I didn't know that black people, some black people after slavery went and basically built their own communities and prospered. I didn't know that. Because when we talk about like you, when we bring up like uh, we did an early podcast about the Jews and starting their own communities and keeping their communities. And that's how you grow from those communities. Right. That's what didn't happen. And and, in some of the some of the laws like the Jim Crow law itself. Uh, mm-hmm. If it was if it was done, and this is where you get me with the supposed to supposed to, mm-hmm. if it would have been separate but equal, right. we would be talking about should there be a black NFL because there would have already been a black NFL and that would be where that sport was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA would be you wouldn't have had a set you wouldn't have had to desegregate because the segregation would have benefited the black communities, right? So. Uh, and and someone addressed it a little bit with the schooling that there was some good black there was black schools but not the the money wasn't getting to the black schools so that's when they did the desegregation and ruined some of the black schools that were doing well right so uh, I guess the reason I only bring this up is that liberal justice the the liberals who are fighting for certain things aren't always seeing the bigger picture and I think some of the moves that Maybe some people in the interest of thinking they're doing things to benefit people. Right. Sometimes they're breaking down things that could, they're not seeing what they are breaking down in the, in the, in the long run. Right. I, I'd like, I, this sounds horrible when I'm going to say it. The, the black community forced desegregation. I don't think was, uh, I, I'm happy that black people when, um, what was the first uh, school, the college that got integrated? Um, oh, no, I'm thinking Brown versus Board. That's some other shit. What, when, <laughs> anyway, uh, just to, just to make this quicker because I don't want to have to do this recall because I have to look up things. Uh, that a, a public university, yes, but when they started pulling uh, people away from their schools, and I just look at it horribly. Like when I said I wasn't taught the truth. I mean, I can't imagine a black kid being pulled into uh, what would be a predominantly white school. And, and get a history lesson from a teacher that's lying to a kid. Uh, I think they should put white kids in black schools so we could have learned what was really fucking going on. But unfortunately, they ain't even teaching it in black schools. In the, this, this, this is the worst part. And again, and I said this on, the, on one of the episodes, are they, are they whitewashing this and, and teaching uh, us to forget so they can repeat it? Because that is, is the Jewish, the, 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 that's that Jewish quote, you know, you can forgive and never forget. You, if those who forget are forced to repeat. And right. so are we, are we reteaching, are we, are, we, are we whitewashing this history in a way that, so that we can forget about it and forget it's, what our it's responsibility is? It's a setup, nigga. It is a setup. These white folks are coming. They're going to put niggas back in chains, nigga. Well, I, I, Paul, I really agree with you on this one. Here's a fact you didn't know, nigga. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is back this week. <laughs> it really is back. All of you niggas, I'm telling you, they're slowly... Getting you. I heard that this is, it's a white man chicken sandwich. It's, it's a white man's chicken sandwich. They made you niggas wait for so long. You're going to quadruple your quantity. 
The next thing you know, you niggas are going to pass out from that goddamn chicken and you're going to wake up on the plantation. Get to work, nigga! We're back. The white, it's back, nigga. We ain't too interested in your good old Mississippi boy stores, Anderson. You ain't from here no more. Mm-hmm. Why'd you leave anyway? I just wanted to change the scenery. You know, uh, the grits started leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Well, if that's how you feel about it, Mr. FBI, man, why don't you drink up that beer and get the hell on out of here and back to your commie nigger-loving bosses up north? Oh, you must not know my boss, Mr. Hoover. Uh, he's not too fond of commies. He'd be on your side there. I don't give two shits whose side your Mr. Hoover's on, boy. All I know is we got 5,000 niggers in this county who ain't registered a boat yet. And as far as I'm concerned, they never will. So you can tell your stiff suits up there in Washington, D.C. that they ain't going to change us one bit. Unless it's over my dead body. Or a lot of dead niggers. <laughs> when freedom gone, not a dead nigga. He put a if you put the right amount of accent on that. That was the fucking. You finish your. You're a chef and you made your plate and you just add that last garnishing on for the presentation. A lot of dead niggers serve it. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. That was an award winning nigga dish. Like that's the cook and he's about to serve it to a room full of blacks. A lot of dead niggers serve it. Child time, niggas. Woo, that was that was that was good, baby. That was from the sternum, nigga. Ooh. Dude, I would I would hate to play the I would hate to play that part. I know, brother. You you won't commit. And when I rewatched the Django, damn DiCaprio. Dude. That meant woof. Woof. Do, do, okay, I'm gonna ask this question. Okay. I'm gonna don't you think that you have to have a little bit of racism in you just to get to get to that? But I don't think that that ingredient strays too far from white folks. So you're saying it stares somewhere. So it just brings it out. It just it it's it's dormant until it's time to wake it up. It's like caffeine. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> It's for a lot of white people that motherfucking stay asleep. It don't ever wake up. It's racist caffeine. It, right. It don't ever wake up. But, you know, sometimes the beasts wake up. If I had to play a real African, like a real, what are you doing here? I think I could do it only because that's, part, that's in my system somewhere. Dude, you got to get ready. Okay. I, no, I know. I was looking for one more thing. Um, let me see if I can find this last thing and then we can get the fuck out of here. Uh, what time is it? 626. Uh, I think I'm a man. I might just change my drawers. <laughs> I'm washing my ass, nigga, and be out. 
God damn, nigga. I am the last Mohican, nigga. I am a man, motherfucker. If you come to our shows and you don't want... We usually record on, on the last day of the weekend, so we could talk most about what's happened. So if, if you want the cleanest, freshest Aries, if our last show's on Sunday... You want to be at the Saturday show. Dude, I, I, okay. Okay, let, let, me just, let me just play this last part because this is actually one of my most favorite scenes about Mississippi Burning. I don't know who this black woman is, but God damn it, if she don't bring out the spirit of soul in you. And it's hard to smile through trials. No, we. She hits this one note, nigga. Oh my God. Never repeat But we must walk on by faith each day. Oh, Lord. Go ahead, baby. Oh, Hit the note, Monday. Rock on. And on Tuesday. Here Bitch, make a mean black eyed peas and chitlins, nigga. When you can hit that note, whoo, nigga, that to some of the best fried chicken. I'm done, nigga. Shit. Can you feel it, baby?